There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Forever! Dog! Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. And I guess we should update everyone. Okay. We've heard the call, we've read the online comments, we've seen your tweets, <laughs> oh. and, you know, um, actually, HPJ, um, is it possible um, to hear from you? Uh, how is it going with replacing me as a co-host of this podcast? Good? Never. Never. Now, is that because of the contract that we're in, that we can't get me? Because, you know, some of the commenters, you know, they're done with me, they think so, the show will be better without me. So, first of all, no one's, no one's explicitly said that. No, people, they, I had one, I, there was one commenter who said that he had to stop listening to the show because of me. And so I feel like, you know what, we've always engaged, and so I should go. I think you're letting the online comments turn, your, those negative comments turn into negative feelings. All right, well, I guess, like... I just care a lot about the listeners and I I want them to come first. And so if I should go, but unfortunately I hear we're in a contract and I have to host the show. So yeah, guys, we're we're sort of bound to this contract. Matt (sighs) sort of, you know, has to, are both of us. Unfortunately, I have to keep hosting. We have to keep hosting despite your feelings about us. But this is just to say we're giving too much acknowledgement to the people who... (laughs) have problems with either of us and we shouldn't do that. I and you know what? First of all, this is all a joke. It's all a joke. I we we're very happy for all the love. Yes. It's just that, you know, sometimes people they they have an online comment. <sighs> 
and it can be a little nasty. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have our friend joining us today. Well, that's not really why. That's not why. I mean, we uh, we've been getting we've been like he because he claims that he's been campaigning to be a return guest on the show for months and months. I've he's been top of mind for me, and you can you can vouch for this bitch. I've said we need to get Dylan back on. We need to get Dylan back on. And finally, and then the stars aligned, and here he is. And it's because there, there are a definitely there's a moment that's happening right now. There's a groundswell. Not that we wouldn't support and expose this bitch, even if no, there wasn't. No, let me a tell moment. you something. If he had nothing going on, I'd I say, would say, Bring come on. on, you know, we'll see what happens. Right, but the thing is, he has he always has something going on. That's the thing with Dylan. It's so frustrating. He Very always has some ball in the air, or two, or and five, to, and to look so cute while he does it too, and to have, and we'll talk about his, and aesthetic. to have such an incredible charismatic. Aesthetic, rich as well woman as running errands, personality. Yes, of course. His his um his whole aesthetic vibe is, in his own words, rich white woman running, running errands. errands. Absolutely. Well, now, let's go through the credits. You keep hearing us say Dylan, Dylan, but which Dylan? There are, of course, several in the world. Yes. So, of course, we are talking about the Webby Award-winning host of the podcast, Conversations with People Who Hate Me. You heard us do ads for it. Oh yes, yes. Cross promotion has in fact happened. There you go. Um. Also. And this is the real gag, because how many people can say they have a fucking TED Talk? Our guest can. Our guest. If you go on to TED.com, you will find turning negative online comments into positive offline conversation with our guest, the incredible, the resplendent, Mm. the charismatic, the debonair. (gasps) The chiseled. The well-dressed. Keep going, girl. The stunning. The sexually appealing, the amazing, the crucial, the important, the married, Dylan Marin. I decided in there that you were married because then I make you sound very appealing and then, you know, the the wolves will hunt. The wolves will hunt. I never have felt hunted, to be honest. Really? Well... I feel like individually, I feel like people, but I actually feel that people um, are more wolves around me mm-hmm. when they know that I have a husband. Oh. It's this very, no, 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 but it, it's not in a dirty thing. It's almost like I've known what it's like to feel like totally invisible yes. in the gay world. Mm-hmm. And then having a significant other, they're sometimes like, oh, this is more interesting now. Yeah, they get bolder when they know they can't have something. Oh my something. God, Wait completely. A I don't think that tracks. You're married, honey. <laughs> I'm married. That is true. You did. You did nab the big one. The I whole idea of going big. out there. Yeah. No. It's. I'm. I'm saying it's. It's not that I wanted it. I it's know just exactly. that. I, I love when Bowen Yang pokes a hole. In the yeah, logic. you poked a Guys, hole. We're here to tear you Dylan down. Me. Yeah, That's tear true. me down. <laughs> um, drag me to filth. Drag you to filth. And uh, clap back. And, and read cancel her. Quote, quote, cancel. Donovan. Yeah. Gay one faggot. Donovan. No, get one fag. Get one fag. I'm sorry, about, an extra syllable. With about six, seven Gs. Right, right, seven right. Seven Gs. Of course, we're pulling a reference from the TED Talk. Yes, a reference from the TED. Can we talk about the instant standing ovation? What, yeah. what was that? Did your heart explode out of your chest? What, I, what was, was that feeling? It was like really surreal. Um... I I wanted to like be present for that mm, moment. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to like kind of fake a demure like oh no me. <laughs> you know, I'd be like I wanted to be like whoa, 
thank you. This is so cool. So I forced myself in that moment to just stand there <laughs> and look at them and say thank you with my eyes. And then I also said thank you with my voice. Oh, okay. You got to do both. You have to do both. Yeah, Rule number people. seven of culture. You got to say, say thank, thank you, you with your, your eyes and, and with your voice. Your voice. <laughs> yes, I yes, think, yes. No, I don't think there was a drop of like saccharine anything in that. And, and in that entire talk, it was just you claiming that space and occupying that and just telling what you were saying, what you were there to say. And I think it's, I've watched it several times now and it's wow. truly like, mm-hmm. as I paid you to do, as you paid me to do. Yeah, it's, well, this is a sponsored thing. <laughs> this is all sponsored. Yeah, it is a time. It is a fucking time daily masterclass. I say time daily because she started a masterclass um, oh God, on the no. West end. Oh, absolutely. And yes. on the Broadway and mm-hmm. the, on the Broadway. But that's great that you on, said West end first. Thank you so much. I feel, you know what I feel really good about is that I, and I've talked to you guys about this both individually off mic, yes. but let's talk about it okay, on the mic. On bring mic. It to the let's mic. bring it to the mic. Yeah. I feel like I straddle genre worlds, mm-hmm. which is to say I really don't feel like I squarely or fully fit into the comedy world. Even though you've thrived in that space, like in, in like you and Joe have like proven yourselves out in that space. Oh, you you mean like with with Richfield? Well, and just in general, like like we've done shows together. But I, I but no, I continue. Like, I cut you off. I no, cut you no, off. no. I I I do feel like I've done successful things in the comedy world, but I I feel often like when I do a show with stand-ups mm-hmm. and then I try and do something of my like when I yep. fully do myself, it pays off, but whenever I try to like be someone who isn't me. Do you know what I mean? When you're like, let me try something out. Maybe I am a (laughs) stand-up. You know, it's like, no, sister, you're not. I constantly have that. Do do you feel that too? No, and we literally have talked about this off off mic, but like, yeah, I mean, it's it's, what a weird sort of like existential thing to occupy. Well, I would say remember that those boxes Mm -hmm. are just in our head. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's a lot of stand-ups out there who won't respect you as a stand-up unless you mic, 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 mm-hmm. mic, unless you camp in that world. And that's very much, like, if if they feel that way and justify feeling that way in their community, that's great. And also, like, I understand the respect of, like, the work. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? And same thing with sort of, like, you know, I'm from the sketch world, so when someone comes up in the sketch, appears in the sketch world, and you know, it's it's not exactly like as academic or as classical as some of one else's education. Like that does show up a little bit. But here's the fucking deal, babe. Good is good, mm-hmm. and when you have something really important and unique and fun to say. That comes through anyway. So I think it's actually a gift to be able to say, you know, I actually don't fit into any of these boxes. I am my own thing. And that's why I'm interesting. And I think that's what keeps people coming to you because I hear what you're saying about, you know, you got one foot sort of in this like online, like social justice world Mm -hmm. of like, you know, it's almost like educational. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in other worlds, in the comedy world, and you have talked to me about Mm -hmm. sort of like, the question of what you want and the question of what you are becoming. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think that everyone deals with. And you feel that too? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this is interesting, but I don't think we ever talked about this, but you know, this podcast, the success of it is a total surprise to me. To me. uh, And to you. To HPJ? Well, not to HPJ. (laughs) I think that's- She knew. But but you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I- and I think you had you were starting out in one direction. I was kind of starting out another, but I was sketch characters, UCB down. I wanted to be an actor. I want to be a writer. I mm-hmm, still do. I mm-hmm. still am. Yeah. But this sort of um, success 
as a personality, mm-hmm. that's different. And I sometimes think you can't help what you're becoming or right. what you're good at yeah, or what right. you're meant to, to do. And I think you do have to respond to like what people are responding to that you do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, but, and and I, I appreciate all those things you said about like, I, I do like the comedy world specifically. I like the people I've met in it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I just love watching people do their thing, but I always felt like, uh, like some of my stuff is like so serious like mm-hmm. many episodes of conversations with people who hate me don't have a single joke or laugh at all right. <laughs> you well, know what i mean but that's the yeah. treatment that's but totally totally to and, and and i like kind of gravitating towards that i like gravitating towards um i think just like yeah i i think i know what i want to do but i i get stressed sometimes when it's about fitting it into a box which i think realistically we have to talk about that we have to do in our world yes. because yes. right you know you you have to People will put you into boxes, and especially when you're like, you know, talking about new projects. Yeah, they they always do. I also feel like, and you tell me if you disagree, but it would be almost impossible to be as good at everything and have every answer and ha- have every skill all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels like, and I really wanted to talk to you about this mm. because after we had Francesca on the show last week, Miss Francesca Ramsey, and get mm. that book. Well, that escalated quickly because it's out right now. Yes, ma'am. Um. But in the book, she talks about how she felt almost put on the spot in the beginning when she, when, when she was first thrust into the spotlight to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And I would think someone in your position mm. who really who started out like pretty much doing comedy mm-hmm. and then like you found something else and found mm-hmm. that you were really good at something else, does that feel kind of People look at you and they think, well, he is the smart figure and he's intelligent. He he has all the answers. I was thinking about this so recently, but in a different context, which is that when you are making social justice content, mm-hmm. uh, when you are talking about social justice, you are expected to be the expert on everything. Or else I mean, they attack you. Yes. And then also, and then the really dangerous thing is when you are expected to always say something on Twitter, on social media about anything mm-hmm, that has happened mm-hmm. and your silence is taken as, um, you know, affirmation right, mm-hmm. or, right. or a tacit endorsement of this thing that happened. And it's like, that is so problematic because yeah. I think what I've actually tried to do more recently, because I definitely, I, I think I've found a lot of success, in fact, in, in making videos, like the, the unboxing series I did. Yeah. I was taking a new topic every single week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm not, you know, bad-mouthing that. I'm very proud of that. I did that, and yeah. and it's over now. Right. But um, I, I, through research, I tried to be a momentary and temporary expert on everything. Yeah, right. yeah. And, um, and that's impossible because when we try and do these things, as everyone now thinks that they're all experts on everything political just right. because they watch Maddow. You know, yeah, like, yeah. me, me, me. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was right going to say Bowen. Case, but, but I'm, I'm calling myself <laughs> out in this, no, too. No, no, like, no, no, totally. I have so regurgitated talking points because I'm like, well, um, I heard this thing, but right. I'm going to now repeat it as if uh, I've known this all along. I studied this. My thesis was on this in college. And it's like, no, bitch. <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> like, this, no, I taught that for myself yeah. super early on. But no. Yeah. No, but, but I, I just think like what I want to instill in people is like just focus on the thing that you really know much about and you actually it is impossible to know in depth much about everything right focus on the one thing I think that's like and 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 that's why I like the podcast now like I think what I'm getting really 
good at and f- what I'm choosing to focus on. I don't want to say whether I'm getting good or bad because that's up to the listeners. Okay. <laughs> what I feel that I'm getting good at is communicating with people who think really differently from yes, me. Yes. And that can... I don't have to then also weigh in on Russia. <laughs> Do you right, know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like, yeah, 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 in, yeah. in fact, I think it is so powerful to to acknowledge what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's important that there's a conversation about that yeah. too. And I think that that's something that's really sort of prevalent in your talk and also because you do say stuff like you know empathy is not endorsement um this what you're doing is not a call to social activism per se it's all just it's about communication yeah and i do believe that communication is everything and sometimes that doesn't mean just a communication with other people whether they're different from you or not but sometimes a communication just with yourself that's just like okay i can i'm self-aware enough right now in this moment to understand that like I need to step back. Right. And, you know, I might not be able to weigh in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, a, it's a very kind of interesting phase of yes. this discussion that we're in publicly. Yeah, totally. Right. Go ahead. No, you go. You well, go. I was just going to say also think about the optics of the tools that we have in terms of building out internet content, mm-hmm. meaning from the nascent stages of vlogging, of YouTubing, of podcasting mm-hmm. too. It's like so much about like, hear my opinion on this yes. thing. Yes. And I think, and, and that is not to knock the internet. That is not to knock content. I We have met incredible voices through these new mediums. Right, we right. have, I think the three of us at this table, the four of us in this room have been able to crack through with these new tools. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that mm-hmm. fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, but I think, think about it like even a, a vlog itself, and again, love vlogs. In fact, I watch many of them, but mm-hmm. it's like, it is a direct address to the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet did not invent that. That's been around forever. Right. But um, there's not necessarily a like a listening element in that. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's let me let me talk at at you. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Want to be super clear? I'm not knocking. No, no, no. Yeah, is that that's. that's but I think clear. what you're the reason you bring that up is because um, it just seems sort of like uh, uh, intrinsically explained. But I think what you're doing is through the podcast. You're showing people how to communicate with people who think differently than them. And that sort of in turn, it's like a Mobius strip manifold thing where it's like that loops back in on itself in this way where it's like people don't have to confront you in this way that like, you know, feels entitled with like that that entitles them to your knowledge, like where they're just like, um, well, Dylan, why don't you know? Like, why aren't you speaking on this thing? It's And then that you can just sort of point to the podcast as this thing uh, of being like, well, I don't I don't I don't have to have all the answers. Like right. you you just you just gain this understanding by just talking to people like yeah. we are right now. And I just want to make sure that everyone knows that we're talking about the podcast conversations with people who hate yes, me yes, in yes. which Dylan uh will call up somebody who has posted a hateful or a negative or you know sort of super highly insensitive hurtful comment about him or, or his work or a guest etc and they will have a conversation wherein Dylan asks why they posted that thing mm-hmm. and through those conversations often um, very meaningful lessons are learned and so that's what the podcast is yes just wanted to make sure that everyone knows no, in case you're living you. under a rock in the, in the earth out there <laughs> yes yes house of conversations that's yes, the, absolutely. That's the, the drag ball house of yeah. conversations yeah um so yeah that's that's a podcast we're talking about just to quickly uh, um the 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 thing about like the new tools for the internet is like 
the great thing that the internet has done is that it gives so many new people a microphone. Mm-hmm. But I think what we forgot in the shipment of a microphone is that everyone also needs like a receiver <laughs> to listen <gasps> yes. to people. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, gag for the metaphor. Gag for the metaphor, <laughs> for the extended metaphor. Yes. It's actually rule of culture number 50. You need to give, give and, and receive. receive. <laughs> yes, okay. Yes. It's in every medium. Yes, it's in every medium. <laughs> um, and then... Um, Matt, my love, my queen, to what you were saying. So, so yeah, the podcast is about um, talking to people. And it's so funny because all of my guests, when I'm speaking one-on-one to people who have said something negative, they're like, okay, so what are we going to debate about? Mm-hmm. And I stop them right there and I'm like, babe, wow, it's not, not it. a debate. But mm. isn't that so telling mm-hmm. that the thing, even even my, because now that I moderate conversations between people and, and then the people who have sent them hateful yes, messages, yes. hateful or negative messages, um, even my in-studio guests are like, so it's a debate show. And it's so interesting that the only uh, the closest word we have to conversation across divide is debate. debate. Like yeah. that's all we can think of. Yeah. We Ooh. think like tear each other down, knock like conversation is is like kind of out of the lexicon because like uh, it's about owning someone, yes, owning and shutting down and clapping <laughs> yeah. back. And I feel like that is it's unfortunate because. I just said burp. Um, Burper. Burper. She was really adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, he burped off mic. Ha ha. Um, Or maybe I didn't. Maybe they're going to be burp truthers. Oh, burp truthers out there. Conversations with burp truthers. Yes, baby. That's my next podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'll sell sell you the IP. Um, But I... what was I saying when like, I burped? Just, like, uh, like the language of, like the conversation oh, is yeah, out of the lexicon. But that's like, that's like all we have. I mean, here's a question for you guys. In your own separate families, because our, I don't know that there's much disagreement in our community that we exist in sure. professionally yes. together, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, of course, disagreement. Well, and, on Drag Race. <laughs> on Drag Race. On drag race. Yeah. Well, about Drag, about drag yes. Race. Yes, yes, Like yes, me and Joel yes. Kimbooster rarely agree. Yes, But that's yes. the only real disagreement in the gay community is between he and I on Drag uh, on Race. Dra- that's yeah. the only one ever. I think so. The gay community is oddly so unified except, except for, for this one weird glitch it's in the weird, like Kimbooster he and I Rogers. just, we just don't, we can't see eye to yeah. eye Otherwise, on, zero on any contestant. Yeah. The, yeah. Only, the only two gay people who have ever, ever disagreed. In pot, yeah. In pot, yeah. I'm sorry, community. <laughs> I'm sorry, community, um, but we're tearing from within. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is, but yeah. Joel like, Kim Booster, tearing from within. God. <laughs> <laughs> Rule of culture number, the, yeah, whatever. That, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. his next uh, album. Tearing from within. Tearing from within. <laughs> I love. I love. You're yeah, asking about family. You're asking about well, family. No, yes, I was sorry. just wondering, like, like, are you? Do you guys have like difficult? Well, I, I, let me ask more pointedly. Mm-hmm. You were talking about the Lost Culture Racist commenters. Yeah. How do you read them? Uh, yes. Um. So. And are you cool to talk about this? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, totally yeah. great to talk about this. And actually, it's very. very I was. We were having conversation we about were, this, we were. and it's so funny that you're coming in now because over the past six months, like the sort of engagement has changed a little bit. Where now it feels like, and I'm so thankful and grateful and it's so to everyone nice. engaging, and it's so nice. And the vast, I'm talking 98 mm. percent of the comments are so positive and glowing, and we encourage you to make them. We love when Lost Culturistas listeners comment and exchange thoughts about the show and everything. Positively, negatively, neutrally, whatever. whatever. But the thing is, like, when someone comes out and says something like, you know, Matt Rogers is a problematic 
bully who never lets anyone speak on the show, not Bowen, never mind the guest. And he had to stop listening because I can't let go of my toxic masculinity from Long Island. It's like, see that I remember gets... the whole thing. Yeah. And I can't. And that's all that stands out. That's all you remember. And this yeah. is my very first um, sort. And then, you know, I'll just go ahead and say it. Bowen was speaking truth to something okay. that he has so, experienced. So I left an opening for people to say some rude things. We'll say what it when was. was that? So I tweeted yesterday even. Mm. Uh, I said, I posted this gif of uh, of Lisa Ling, just a gif of her saying, oh, wow. And then the tweet was, me when a white gay follows at Matt Rogers, though, and at Lost Culturistas, but not me. Just as like a little like sly wink that really carried no weight at all whatsoever. But it is a comment on the fact that, like, there is a lot of, you know, It was an observation of, like, it just sort of, like, you know, whatever. that. that. I mean, look at the followings of the The drag queens, yeah. Yeah. The disparity, and uh, same with with, uh, Queer Eye. Exactly. We talk about that all the time. And so, um, you know, so I brought that up, and then it left... It, it left an opening for a lot of people to say, "Well, I don't who. Well, I don't follow him anyway. Well, ugh, like he like he <laughs> who sucks. needs him? Who needs like, him? He sucks. He's bad. <laughs> Not as a platform to be like. Let's talk about race and right, right, right. It's like no. Let's drag Matt Which, Rogers. And it didn't feel good because this is something that Bowen and I have conversations with, where I understand the sort of I absolutely understand and and completely think it's ridiculous that that there's this, you know, sort of like this kind of like. When white gays allow themselves to be as capital W, capital G, white gay as they can, mm-hmm. it's really gross and it's mm-hmm, disgusting mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't like it and I don't like to be emblematic of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like hearing the word and, you know, I'll just be very honest with you. Like the word that freaked me out the most mm. about that negative comment was problematic. Was problematic. Mm. And he said some white people things mm-hmm. is what the comment said. And I was like, oh my God, because that freaks me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And it it speaks to um, the sort of thing that happens when I think you become a more public voice is, you know, there's a lot of scrutiny. And yeah. uh, like I said, the success of the podcast is a total surprise to me. Mm-hmm. And so there is, and that's, I, I think, is my fascination with, you know, needing to have the answers and needing to be able to say the right thing at all times because what I'm sort of experiencing, and we actually sat for an interview that's um, about queer voices in comedy and queer perspective in comedy, mm. and it was the first time I think we've really sat for an interview, and I mm-hmm. found myself like really thinking super fucking hard about yeah, yeah, what yeah. I was saying, and mm. like not that you shouldn't think hard, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if like it's it got in the way of what authentically I wanted to say, or if I'm speaking insanely because I I'm not thinking clearly, and it's just something that like. Well, fucks just, with you a you, little bit. You just can't have. I I love social media. I I depend on social media for work, but like you can't have nuanced conversations on social media. Yeah, you can, and that's that's the thing. So like, if this person, I don't know that this person would actually necessarily say that to your face, which is literally all they wouldn't. <laughs> but but but, but yeah. what I'm saying is like maybe you'd have a really fascinating conversation. It's just that's yeah. not a st- conversation starter. Right. Do you know what I mean? And. If that person, I don't know, if that person was a close friend, of course you'd you'd talk to them about it. And and this is kind of what's frustrating about like clapbacks uh, on social media. It's like the snarkier you are, and dangerously for our world or mm-hmm. you know the world that uh, you guys definitely occupy is like the the funnier it is. Mm-hmm. Like you know that you know that um. 
cartoon that's floating around like um uh it's a it's 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 a new yorker style cartoon and the father is comforting his son Mm -hmm. and he says son if you don't have anything nice to say make sure it's devastating (laughs) do do you know what i mean like um uh make sure it's it's something and devastating Mm -hmm. and it's like that that's what social media is it's like you're if you say something mean and you're not funny about it Mm -hmm. it's awful but if you say something mean and it's funny it's like well they Shut got him down. there, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, that still, still me. sucks. Still you can me. also be hilarious and just not be an asshole. And I, I right. also just want to make very clear: mm-hmm. it was a few comments, oh, but, and it was a conversation that he and does. I had over of something that was small. And so I would be insane to think that like I'm actually facing adversity your, no, right no, no, now. No. You know what your I mean? Your mind does that. Your mind, my mind, does this all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you're just yours never, does too. No, no, never, no, no. Never. Bowen is very balanced, very stoic, very balanced. <laughs> yeah, never yeah, have yeah. issues. Yeah, never. never. Um, so this is just really for <laughs> you, maybe. I'm not in therapy. Absolutely no, not in therapy. No, 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 no. I yeah. love my therapist. Wow. <laughs> I love my therapist. She's amazing. Um, well, but it's it's like it, it's the same thing. It's also the same thing in negative feedback in life. Yes, right. like yes. when if five people can say like, wow, Matt, you were incredible up there. And then one person is like, I didn't love it that much. You remember that like, and only I that. suck. I'm a trash monster and I'm going to go be the queen of the trash monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dylan's yeah, yeah. putting some nice head bobs in yeah, there. Yeah, there's head bobs, babe. <laughs> it's, but it, it is, it is, it is very true. It's, it's just, well, and I, it, it, I think a better conversation is just like the boldness that people feel when they are, uh, Dis, uh, detached from the comment and how it affects someone. Well, that's else. the thing. And you were saying how like that comment was like represented, um, you know, whatever unearned way people feel like they can approach you. Yeah, but I think it's it's going back to what Dylan's saying is that that comment represents how there is no, there's just no tenor to any conversation. Period. There's no conversation. Right. Period. Mm. It's just this culture of, well, I'm gonna fucking own you with this. Comment and it's, yeah. you know, it's just not. I mean, where do you yeah. go? You, there's nowhere to start except to go back and like recede into okay, well, let's actually have a conversation, yeah, which is what the podcast that's is like about. Actually and talk about it. I'm I was thinking about this all day, uh, leading up to tonight. Um, because we talked to Francesca last week mm. and she has this whole great part in her book where, yeah, she talks about calling in versus calling well, out, calling in versus calling out, yeah. and, and that's and we can talk about that, but then she. She has these anecdotes about the times when she has, like, given her, you know, quote-unquote haters the benefit of the doubt and just, like, you know, tried to open up conversations with them and tried to let them in. And, you know, she's she's run into, like, this troll online at conferences who, like, was very grovelly and apologized to her and was like, please forgive me. I You know, you seem great. I didn't mean to, you know, say these uncouth things about you. And she was like, okay, fine. Well, like, you know, I'll... I'll forgive you. I'll give you a second chance. But then it, it always ended up being something. Then he sort was of... like, we're best friends, et cetera, et cetera. Wow, everything's great. And she was like, hold on. Now he gets like a free pass for everything that and was now, said. And... and now he's using me as a prop to yeah. you know, absolve him of all this stuff. And ends up getting worse. Well, I, I think just in, in the same way that like. Well, no, it... go, go, go. Well, the, well, the question, like the actual core of what I'm trying to ask is like, where, like, what is the, what is, is, is there a danger in even just in, like, initiating that conversation in the first place? Like, about, about seeing through some hateful thing and just trying to start from some common ground, but then, like, it also, but it just making the situation worse. I mean, but all, there are, there are many episodes in the podcast where there's no resolution. You guys just. Yeah, well, that's what I say. It's like not necessarily a common ground podcast. Exactly. Sometimes the only common ground is that we're like, 
on the phone at the same time. Wow. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we're we're adhering to the same clock <laughs> and we uh, have agreed to be on the phone together. Wow. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of laundry and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Um, and that we've consented to recording. But um, I, I, to that, I mean, I can only speak to my experiences, yeah. but you have to, you can only uh, be really speaking to people who earn your time. Yeah. You know, like, and... I it's pretty self-selective in my podcast because when you get to like the point where people are like, yeah, I'll be on the phone with you. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I'm cool that we're recording. Yes, I'm going to be vulnerable with you about 
me and who I am so that you can be vulnerable with you and who you are. That passes through so many filters That passes already. through so many filters. So like I'm not getting people who ever feel abusive. I'm, I'm still in touch with almost all of my guests. Wow. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, because, yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, I was just thinking, I'm sitting here thinking like, this really is applicable to, I think, everyone that's on social media because we are all having exchanges. We're all exchanging ideas. And sometimes those things start uh, sort of negatively or they go awry uh, based on like a misunderstanding. And it can almost feel like this is like an impossible mountain to climb. Yeah. So I would ask you, or my question for you is, what is your goal Mm. with the podcast like what do you want the podcast to achieve because it can almost feel sometimes like god because of the nature of social media yeah how are we going to get over this how are we going to start getting to a place where universally we don't this doesn't happen anymore and maybe that's not literally not achievable so it's not the goal but what is the goal like what do you get out of it what do you want the listeners to get out of it in general so when we get those comments on social media, it can feel so scary. Mm-hmm. Like the walls feel, for me, the walls feel like they're just closing in on mm-hmm. me, right? Mm-hmm. Similar Absolutely. to you, similar yes, to you, yes. I'm like, I'm only going to focus on the negative, never the positive. Yep. The calls themselves feel amazing to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like the world is an amazing place. Everything is possible. Look at us. No one's going to change their mind in the course of an hour-long sure. phone call. Right. No one. No, radically, right? You can't undo decades of the way people think. But like, it's a start, right? Mm-hmm. So I see the podcast. My goal with the podcast is like, this is just a seed. I am carving out a space where there can be nuanced conversations that come from spaces on the internet. Mm-hmm. But it's also a podcast, mm-hmm. so it depends on the internet. So it is a, a space on the internet as well. Yeah. And I also think, and and I, I've kind of like, um, I am essentially have tailored this answer because of what I see people use it for, but so many people use it to like gain courage to have their own conversations, whether it's with mm, their parents definitely. or whether it's with their siblings or, you know, family members, um, people who have said their own things. And I'm very clear that it's like, I'm only talking to people I feel safe with. I am not talking to people who have sent me death threats. Yes. I am not talking to people who have not earned my time. I'm yes. talking like... And and surely we must we must distinguish between someone who calls me a piece of shit mm-hmm. and someone who tells me to kill me. Says yeah, 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 yeah. kill me. Oh well, or someone who says that they're going to kill me. Ugh. You know, like oh my god. Um, yeah, I mean there there is a distinction. There's a there's a difference there. So yeah. it's about promoting conversation. It's promoting conversation, and it's like it it's. Our, and and it's like I just want to show to mm-hmm. you know our listeners, which is a small slice of the world. I want to show like conversation across difference doesn't have to be a debate, and you also don't have to compromise your own deeply held beliefs, yes, right? Yes. Even even in early empathy recordings, is not empathy yeah. is not endorsement. Even <laughs> in early recordings of the podcast, I was thinking like, how do I like shut down what they're saying, Ugh, right? Yeah. And it's like, of course I get that inclination because if you hear something you disagree with, we are trained, like shut it down. And I think there is real value, especially in a public platform to mm-hmm. identify what you disagree in about something. Yes, yes. But like, why just, why shut it down? I think it's so much more valuable to listen to why they think what they think. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, I fully disagree with it, but what is driving this? Like yes. that is how we're gonna like, 
get to the bottom of it. So when people ask me what they need to prepare for the podcast, I'm like, well, you're the expert on you already. Right, like, right, I'm right. going to be asking you about why you think this. I'm not going to be asking you about FBI statistics yeah, and yeah, how that yeah. plays into like life right now. Because like, unless you conducted those FBI statistics and can tell me why you were inspired to do uh -huh, that, uh -huh. I want to hear about why you're the type of person who, you know, um, who... Who believes that um, trans people shouldn't be in the military. Exactly. Um, just, I want to say that you should book um, an FBI statistician. Yes, for, yes, yes. Okay. FBI statisticians <laughs> listening. Um, Please. Yeah, they're all, they're all listening, yeah. Um, well, guys, it's a Webby award-winning podcast. It's tr it's a, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal I have a, another question about yes. it. It sounds like you're wrapping up. Well, yeah, it sounds like you are fucking me. putting on your hiking backpack and <laughs> headed to the woods, Bitch, honey. moving the show along, yes. but fun. You asked your question, I, I have one more question. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. when I was watching the TED Talk, yeah. and... You know, you explained that there was what the the very first example you give Josh, mm -hmm. um, he uh, was going to be graduating high school. Yeah. I was going to ask. I was wondering, is a theme that these are young people, or no? no there's no. no theme, and this is this there is, is what no I theme. always there's no theme, and this is what I always tell people. <laughs> it's like the a good sweet sixteen. Exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. anywhere what I want to want. This is at the end of Mean Girls. Tina Fey was like, "Do I say the limit does not exist, or there is no theme?" And they went, <laughs> yeah, the limit does not good. exist." Catch yeah, <laughs> yeah catchier. That's what Lauren said in the notes. But um, it's so funny because people, mostly people who like really don't listen to the podcast say, talk about these people, right? Like, I can't believe you talk to these people. Mm. And I always stop them and I say, well, there's no such thing as these people. They're actually all different. Yeah. And we can't fit them into our narrative. And I understand why we say these people because I was saying these people when I was just getting the comments, like fully yeah, understandable. Yeah. But like when you dig a little deeper, like, Everyone has a totally different reason for reaching out and everyone is totally different. Mm -hmm. And some people have never made an internet comment ever and this is their first, you wow. know, and some people, this is what they do. They rail against people on the internet. And I think it like soothes our brain to think like, oh, like these, these mean, mean people. And it's like, oh, well, the challenge is listening to the podcast is like, they're not necessarily mean people. Right. Yes. Full disclosure, I've reached out to many people to be on the show. Right. And some people have like blocked me immediately yeah, and been yeah, like, yeah. can I curse here? Yes, 100% bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, but just like I've reached out to people and they've been like, fuck you. Like this is a setup. Like get the fuck out of my inbox. And Ooh. it's like, Oh, sister. Not wait. too nice. <laughs> not too nice. And that's <laughs> what I said. Not too nice. I actually just attached an audio gif of you. <laughs> saying, that not was too, not too nice, <laughs> not too in my nice, opinion. On loop. Um, I guess an audio gif. In my gif humble opinion, that was not too nice. Imho. Yeah, imho, not too nice. Imho. Um, but I... Um, so yeah, so like you're you're hearing the people who like really yes. got there. Yeah. Um, who are opting in and they know what they're, they're yeah. in for. And that's the thing, babes. And I, I don't mean to spoil Dylan's closing line of his whole TED talk, but mm -hmm. it's truly so fucking Spoiler gorgeous. Alert. Spoiler alert! He goes. Um, so yeah, feel free to comment. Call me a call me a faggot. Call me a gay wad. Say that I'm the worst thing about liberalism. Mm -hmm. But if I reach out, but I might want to talk to you. And if you say no and block me, then you, babe, are the snowflake. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but it's gorgeously rendered. Almost, almost, almost exactly right word <laughs> yeah. for word. Yeah. I think, and I just love that you didn't. I love that you. Whatever, just take this compliment, accept it. I'll take it, accept it. This sounds kind of gross. I love that you didn't make the talk about empathy necessarily, mm -hmm. but it's about sort of knowing. Like knowing your own place in these conversations and having that conversation. Well, it, to begin it's with. it's also the fear of empathy. Yes. We are so scared that we're 
if we empathize with someone, we're like, oh my God, now I am this person. Now I right. support right, what they right. think because of course that is what Twitter makes you think. Yes. Twitter yes. makes you think like if you see the humanity behind someone who disagrees with you, it's like, oh, you might as well be their side. Yeah, Go yeah, yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah, and that's, like, that is a prevailing theory. It's a prevailing theme now is like yes. people being like, no, it's not time to say we, 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 have empathy for Trump voters. It is fuck that. Well, like that, we're past that point. And some commenters on the talk have been like, "No, this doesn't mean I'm going to empathize with Nazis." And I'm like, "Whoa, oh, whoa, gosh. whoa, whoa, we're whoa!" Never that. said like nobody not, said Nazis. <laughs> nobody ever mentioned that. And like, it it is going to be valuable to us that we distinguish. Yes. Between um, yeah, but but between, between people who would, who would like you know endanger you. Yeah. Um, or who who have it out to endanger you and people who just who who, who disagree and express that in the way we now all express things yes. on the internet like look at look at yourself mm -hmm. i'm i'm going to own up to this but like the way we i myself have expressed things online it's like oh like I would never yeah. say that in person. Yeah. I look Do you back know what at I mean? my own stuff and I'm like, "Oh, I'm a monster." Yeah, I don't think yeah. I would say to Donald Trump's face, "Fuck you." Yeah. But I did once tweet at real Donald Trump, fuck you. So like, so <laughs> am I a, a troll? No, 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 no. And I, I think I might be, but I don't even use the word troll. I yes. I specifically don't like use, to use the word troll because like I I like to use person first <laughs> language yeah, no, no, and that's like beautiful. you know person who doesn't agree with Trump. And and I think about this, but like <laughs> I we always like we say what we would do. It, it's the same psychology that's like, oh my god, when I see that person, I'm gonna. And pummel them. And oh then my god, Dylan was so hot. You can't see podcasts are a medium, but he was masked. so hot and masked. We, lo we love masked energy. Masked yeah. energy. But though, I also do feel like, just for the record, listeners, I feel like I what I really looked like was a Muppet. No, <laughs> was just no, a masked Muppet. He looks like Muppet. River Phoenix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I... Um, uh, it's like that same mentality. It's that same of, mentality of saying like, "Oh, when I see this person yeah. in the, in, I'm gonna see you outside, man. And I'm gonna fuck you up." I've never said that. I've never been said that to. But, but it's that thing where you lose your spine as soon yeah, as like you're. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and then yeah. it's like it's it's like so when we say things like, "Oh my god, if I ever met Trump," you know, and it's like, well, actually, like think through it. Like, <laughs> if you actually were invited to the White House, like, what would you say? Yeah. Like, oh, how how would you like? Meaning, also, uh, if you start saying things, you will be escorted out. Right, Sorry right. about it, but like, how how will you express like I see this country as in need of a different kind of leadership? How can I help you <laughs> be that leader? You know what I mean? Like, it's just all of that fades away totally. when you're actually in front of the person. I have a living example of that. We've talked. I've brought yeah, this up yeah, on the yeah. podcast I thought before. about you and laughed. You did, now, yeah. Um, my, you've heard my Trump story. I went to I went to his SNL episode, which was just like it just it just happened. Yes, and then at the after Sia. party, Trump and Sia, Trump and Sia, and then oh my god, at the after party, Trump leaves, and I like get out of his way, and then I'm fucking shit faced, and he's leaving. Bill O'Reilly leaves, and then Donald Trump follows him, and I go, great show tonight. <laughs> like, yes. I complimented, complimented him on his comedic performance. I complimented the president on his comedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Listen, it it is uh, it is and that is like an extreme example. It's also like using Donald Trump. I right? mean, yes. But like but 
it's the same thing. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to own him and someone's going to be filming it and I'm going to really own him on camera. But like, imagine if that were on camera. <laughs> I mean, I would I would like share that with the world and be like, yeah. look at me being a fucking idiot. Well, or it's just like, it, it's just like we, we get to be... Some idealized same, version of ourselves. Some online. idealized version of ourselves. And I and and sometimes that's good. Like, honestly, I'm going to own up to it. I feel like an idealized version of myself on Instagram. Sure. I mean, we're, we all, we all self-edit. Yes. yes. But on, like, what if we're being the, the, like, bad idealized versions of ourselves when it's like only the nasty rises to the top oh, and man. only the cutting rises to the top? And I just think, like... There are way there are so many ways to we think that to be entertaining and to be funny we have to be mean. Mm. Right. Um and it's like you can also have incisive political commentary that isn't a takedown, but we don't even know what that looks oh like, God. right? Yeah. Um how can we talk about sociological issues without like totally fucking owning someone for this awful thing yeah, that they've done? Yeah, yeah. Um and so yeah, so I I you know, Matt, my sweet queen, to like go back to your question, the goal I see it as is like I wanna create a space where where there aren't takedowns. Yeah. yeah. That's gorgeous. So we should probably change I don't think so, honey, to babe. I have a suggestion. <laughs> no. <laughs> Babe. Babe. No, no, no. I love I don't think so, honey. That I mean, that's art, you know? You can't change art. You can't, you can't change, change art. Well, I don't think so, honey, isn't necessary. I see, I've thought about this a long time. I'm like, oh, are we just like building this whole thing around negativity and mm -hmm. that's like the fire? Like that's the I think no, because, it's more catharsis. Because, yes. And also I think my favorite I don't think so, honeys, like are are like um kind of uh, commentary on isms. Yes, Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes, like yes, yes. my favorite I don't think so honey is and you know I'm on record that my first time on this podcast was a person that I I don't think so honey so it's okay we all evolved. Who was it? Lord Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Oh Lady Gaga. Well, no, Lady yes, Gaga. Was, uh, oh yes. Lady Gaga for her allyship. allyship. Where, where, is, where is your allyship for Black Lives Matter when yes. you were so Do you feel it? that it's come? No, because I, because um, I brought up Angel Dan. I was like, "What about Angel Dan?" That was about Trayvon Martin, and Dylan said, "No, there needed to be well, something more over." And I was like, "Yes." Okay. Well, also, just like it, she released that in 2016, Trayvon Martin was killed in 2012. Right. Like, no, totally, totally. It's totally. just like it's that, had time to congeal. Where she, where that she, doesn't feel. Uh, I mean, Trayvon Martin and and um, you know, the story of Trayvon will always be relevant. But yes. I'm just saying, like devastatingly he is not um the most recent example of course, and that's and horrible to say but mm -hmm. he's not it's horrible to say that she has plenty of yeah. material to go off of. but but i no i i really i really love i don't think so honey and I, I mean listen you listeners you don't know this i am like sycophantic when it comes to oh, you guys whatever. no i do like <laughs> after every live show i text you to tell you how incredible it was i tell you how much i love this podcast i really like i'm <laughs> Tickled by you guys, yeah. like just we mesmerized. weren't asking you to say this. I'm being paid. This is a sponsored <laughs> yeah. episode. Sponsored. They know this already. Um, this is a sponsored episode. I'm paying you with the money that you paid me to watch your TED talk. By yes, yes, I yes. have a question. Did the, are they paying you to post? Did they give you that shirt for free? And you did a sponsored thing today? Or I you just like that shirt. No, she, she gave me the shirt for free, and Ooh. I was just I Who was not, I was not directed. This is massive, gay. This uh. is a clothing line that. Celebrates Asian porn, Asian gay, Asian queer, Asian, oh. queer, Asian slut. Um, there's, this, there's this muscular Asian man on the back. Yes, Beautiful. man. Um, it's Anne Ishii. She's fantastic. Um, she's a purveyor of Asian, um, you know, 
cute vintage Asian pornography. But she, no, she sent me this for free. And I was like, oh my God, gag. And she didn't tell me to do anything. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to wear this. I'm going to post, I'm going to post up on this because it's cute. Yes, post up on it. And I'm promoting. I got a cute box from World of Wonder. Oh. I didn't get no box from World of Wonder. Girl, they approached me and they said, would you want to try this out? It's a wonderful World of Drag from World of Wonder box. I got Michelle Visage's book, The Diva Rules. I got a little makeup bag that says purse first from Bob the Drag Queen. I got Sasha Velour playing cards. It's awesome. I didn't didn't get it. And a world... This is... World of Wonder, you're in the doghouse with Bowen Yang. Oh, I might, I might. I don't, I don't think, think so, honey. honey. Um, well, I'm allowed to have a nice box. Sure. Um, I I love it. It's great. Hi, everyone. This is Matt Rogers, and I have a confession to make. I vape. I like vaping. I'm a vapor. Have you guys heard of eLiquid.com? Because if you share similar interests as me. You should know about it. eLiquid.com makes vape shopping easier than ever. No need to leave the house in search of specific brands or products. eLiquid.com provides a user-friendly experience online with amazingly quick delivery. I'm talking a very clear, simple website to use, guys, and they've got so much good stuff. It's the largest unmatched selection to choose from. It's competitively priced. There's over 44,000 items in stock that's just ready to ship. Some products that are available on here, e-liquid, hardware, tanks, replacement coils, atomizers, batteries, vape accessories, and DIY supplies. Now, here's the thing, guys. Um, With this promo code that I'm about to give you, it's 20% off your first purchase for everything in the store, not just like specific vape accessories. You can have 20% off anything in the store. I want to give you the code right now. So listen up, please. Go to eliquid.com. That's E L I Q U I D.com forward slash Las Culturistas and use the promo code Las Culturistas, L A S C U L T U R I S T A S during checkout. Let me say that one more time 20% off your first purchase at eliquid.com forward slash Las Culturistas using the promo code Las Culturistas. You got to step up your vape game this season, people, with eliquid.com. I want to ask Dylan a question that I think we should start asking our return guests. Uh oh, honey. Um, say that louder. Say that last part. I louder. want to ask. No, uh, what? Return the guests. <laughs> and you know that there's been a lot of controversy online with Pat Regan and his obsession with being Las Culturistas' first return guest. Pat needs to sit the fuck down. His Las Culturistas Icon Award is in serious jeopardy right now. Uh, oh and I know that's going to strike a chord with the listeners because he is a quote unquote fan favorite, as disgusting as that is, <laughs> that you would endorse his behavior. But all I'm saying is, Pat Regan, he uh, better check herself. Better she, check herself. He better check herself. He better. Mm-hmm. I want to ask Dylan a question we should ask her return As guests, a return guest. Because they've already answered the question, what is the culture that made you think culture is for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to ask Dylan, what is the culture that makes you say right now, culture is amazing? Wow. What is that? Which is another way to ask, what is culture that you love right now? What's your media diet? Take that anywhere you want. Oh my God. Um, I just saw the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. RBG? Oh, I gotta watch RBG. that. Oh, that is my media diet. RBG, OMG. Listen, I am like fully acknowledging that I like earnest shit. And thank like, God for earnest shit. Thank God for earnest shit. Like literally that- You like I Sally Field. L- 
yeah, I love Sally Field. <laughs> but, like, I have cried every single time I've seen the eighth grade trailer, okay? Oh, my God. I, I can't wait to see that, actually. I unironically love that Troy Sivan has a song about bottoming. Yes! I, I bloom, I bloom <laughs> just for you. Um, I love the trailer for the Mr. Rogers documentary. Oh, it, I love, you know what I live for in culture right now? That Mr. Rogers is having a cultural renaissance. And I love Mr. Rogers. I I love... Um, he ran a whole fucking town out of his house. I wonder how much the people were paying in rent. Those yeah, puppets. I know the puppets. Problematic in terms pay. of a landlord perspective. You okay, don't know that. drag. He might have been a great drag. He, great. I think he was a great landlord. I would, I would, I would, I would imagine him as a great landlord. Um, what is the culture you're loving right now? Oh, she's deflecting and turning the question back at us. Uh, no, she no. answered and is opening the floor to the opinions of people I love. Okay, fish. Mine's Whoops. Janelle Monae. Janelle's oh my good. god, that album is incredible. Untouchable. Untouchable. Wait, really quickly, I want to say the Mr. Rogers trailer, documentary trailer played before the Avengers, like on the first night. It was this room Before full... the Avengers? Yeah, it was it was it was interesting. At Alamo. We love Alamo. Yeah, we love Alamo. Love but Alamo. it was this room full of like broy, like comic book folks. And um it played and guys, I mean yeah. it it just it 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 broke through to all of us. Well, here's my fear is that people love you when you're gone. Oh. Like it's like, like you you get to be an icon, unless you're Pat Regan getting the icon yes, award, and, or Annie Donnelly, Annie Donnelly, or Annie Donnelly. Right. You get to be an icon when, like, only in retrospect can people really unironically mm. and fully love you, and that's so sad to me. Like, I love when people love things that are happening right now, mm -hmm. um, like Janelle. Like Janelle. Yeah, but actually, this was going to be my I don't think so, honey, later, but I'd rather go into it now because I'd rather have a discussion about mm. it. It's crazy to me that only, like, less than two million people have watched her Emotion album. Yeah. Like. Less, really? Yeah. Like, no wow. one's watching it on YouTube. Huh. And I'm just like, let me tell you, if Beyonce did this, we the world would be stopped. Yeah. Like, forget about if Taylor Swift did something like this. Like, it's yeah. just crazy to me that... And not to say that she doesn't get the credit or the respect that she is due because there are so many people out there that love her and have been loving her, but it's just like this work that she's done on this last album and the, the yeah. um, I guess she's calling it um, an, emotion an, emotion an emotion picture. picture. Um, it's so good and it just uses so many of her incredible vast talents yeah. Yeah. that I just wanted to get the respect and... and um, I want the eyes on it that it deserves. Mm. I love everything about mm. this. Yes. And I think that more people should be watching it and listening to it. And I've never understood why she wasn't like a bigger mainstream deal. Mm. And then someone said to me, well, there's too many hooks in her songs. And I was like, what? Bitch, no. I'll read them. Can you Brian Foss said that. There's too many hooks in her songs. I was like, too many hooks in a pop song? No, bitch. No, bitch. Go back to school. Can you just imagine? And it won't happen. But can you imagine her Super Bowl halftime performance? <gasps> no, it would be incredible. And also, she's so fucking good at everything. Yeah, she's an amazing actor. Too. Very good. Um, and there's acting in the... Have you watched the emotion picture? Yes. Okay. No. I no. What? See, I don't think so, honey. That I, neither, me neither, honey. I don't think so, honey. You don't, don't have forty six minutes. I'm I'm a monster. I'm gonna watch it 
now tonight because I feel shamed. You clap back. You just raised your arm high in the air as if don't to hit you, me. But don't you, you Bowen Yang this. just tried to hit me. Don't you lord this. Oh, I saw Dirty <laughs> Computer. I saw the emotion picture. Honey, I've been in on the ground floor with Janelle since fucking 2010. The arc Android you would bitch. have put 46 minutes in and respected her. <laughs> <laughs> don't I think dare. it's amazing everyone's talking about Donald Glover but now don't just move on because there's only room for one icon right now let's talk about Janelle as well yeah. let's talk about everybody yes. oh. everybody can can um, do that um, speaking of which another thing I'm living mm -hmm. for in culture is just Lena Waithe Lena yeah, she was she was serving you it all at the Met Gala. Oh my god. So Let's fun. chat about the Met Gala. She, she do you guys live for the Met Gala? Is that like a staple for you? Um, I'm like I have complicated feelings about the Met Gala. As a comedian, I fucking I'm obsessed with the Met Gala yeah, yeah, yeah. because I think the concept of it is so fucking funny and I think one of the funniest bits that happens every year is John Early's talking yes. about what the themes of the Met Gala the are going to be. You got to I mean are. just like go to his recent like tweets and the theme of the Met Gala is Richard Jenkins. The theme of the Met Gala is Richard Jenkins. The theme of the Met Gala is just dot dot dot. He's just got so many jokes. It's but it's just the most. It's the it's. I normally hate non sequitur humor. Where it's like a random thing, but mm -hmm. it's this is like non sequitur humor, just sort of perfected. But it's not non sequitur humor in that you still like it's it's also sort of commenting on the pretentiousness of this thing. Oh, well, yes, that it is course, all these course. sort of like already pretentious things, yeah. like sort of. Right, and it's, it's like just people so fucking only funny. following it if it also, matches the dress they already want yeah. to wear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I also yes. love non sequitur humor. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think so. Honey. We're at odds. So, honey. We're at odds. Well, he tried to hit me when <laughs> no Bowling tries to oh hit you. God. Problematic white people <laughs> shit. He's, oh, he, he's trying to hit me. These are my white tears. Yes. Oh my Bowling raised his arm. Yes. He tried to, to hurt you. me. He tried to hurt me. <laughs> Let's talk about Lena Way. Honey. We're Lena she Wave certainly wore killing. a great fucking what would you call that? A cape? cape. A cape, honey. Cape. I would call it a cape. There's one word for Pride it. Pride cape. I would say cape, baby girl. <laughs> throw. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes call anything I'm wearing over my t-shirt a throw. A throw. A throw. Even a flannel. Love to say that. HBJ thought that was funny. Not accurate. Well, I think you're cute. <laughs> Even the flannel. A throw. Yeah, this is my throw. That I, wow. <laughs> I think of a throw as like just like a velvet blanket you throw onto a couch. Well, the patriarchy—that is, that is the actual, the correct. <laughs> no, the patriarchy says Pillow. I can't have a throw. Pillows yes. and throws. No, no, no. So I, it's my way of protesting. You're thinking of shawl to call everything a throw. You're thinking of shawl. I'm yeah. not thinking of shawl at all. Yes. You're I right, never once have thought of shawl. I've mm. only thought of throw. Okay. Well, all right. This I is... thought that the best dressed person at the Met Gala was Rihanna, which I know is redundant to say, but that's that. She always is. She always does. She always that's is. That's why she's the co-chair, honey. She's the co-chair. My personal favorite was Greta. Greta oh my God, Greta. Overblown nun. Love. Outfit. Oh, so funny. Yeah. So great. Todd gasped when, I, when, yes. we, when we saw it because he was like, honestly... When Todd gasps. When Todd gasps. Know. That's the name of my first novel. When Todd, <laughs> gasps. When Todd gasps. Madonna looks pretty fierce too. Madonna was okay. Madonna was fun. Who was really first thought and boring? The the person who like raised such a, a dumb middle finger for me was Kendall Jenner. Just showing up in like a white like whatever. Uh, just like so nondescript. I was like, and she was just, you could tell she was being smug about it. I was like, Kendall. Stick to the theme. I'll tell you something. Who, who is like so, another member of her family, who is like so, it's almost like, you. Tina Fey makes this joke that you can make her in a lab. 
Like, but Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian, it's so insane. The proportions of her body, her waist is so yeah, yeah, small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her like hips are so wide. Her ass is huge. She is an hourglass. Yeah, she is a walking hourglass. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like witchcraft and wizardry that goes into making her what she mm. is. All the doodah day. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> oh my god, she she I, is. She's got a she's got a body like an hourglass. To quote Jesse J. Yeah. 36, 24, 36, more like 48, 6, 48. Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous. That's the new normal. That's how, that, see what I did there? Yeah. And Loved it, it. A little bit bigger. Loved it. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Non sequitur humor. Yeah. Sequitur. I would, that's sequitur for humor. sure sequitur. sequitur. That's there was very context. Sequitur. There was context. Sequitur context. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan, what say you about non sequitur humor? I you, love you it. I mean, I I just like I I don't know, and I just I like it when it tickles me, and then I you know I just I don't think that anyone is saying that non sequitur humor is like acceptable all the time, but I'm just saying I do love a good non sequitur. Yeah, I love. I also love a good strongly played game. Sometimes when someone is like, and then a bear with lasers came out. I was like, oh my god, Bowen, that was hilarious! (laughs) Oh my god, imagine a bear with lasers, HPJ. Comedy is done, everyone. Go home. Everyone, Bowen won. Oh no! He raised his hand again to hit me. If not to be too (laughs) self-referential, but I think Patty's Ellen DeGeneres story was like a master class in how to like be amazing at non sequitur. That humor. was a uh, see I don't I wouldn't don't know if I would call, call that non sequitur humor because we all we did was set a world for her and she filled the world in her own way and so it was grounded as surreal from the very beginning. Well then what would you call non sequitur humor? I like, would say non sequitur humor if I just said oops a diamond just fell out of my little ass. <laughs> that's see that's funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Told you. Yeah. I'm the I am New York City and perhaps the universe's premier non sequitur comedian. Preeminent. <laughs> premier. I mean, listen, a diamond just fell out of my ass. I'm gonna laugh about that all the way home. <laughs> oh no! Oh! Bowen just lifted his whole leg far up into the sky and he he and he whispered to me, I'll fucking kill you. Oh <laughs> yeah, see I'm a, I'm a fan. See, but this is a strongly played game. See, no, because that's the third beat in a series, and I guess what? I won't do it again. Uh oh. Matt thinks of Don't do a fourth. As, Matt thinks of himself as a little Patty Harrison now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He no, thinks- I would never claim to be uh, as funny as Patty. I would claim to be more beautiful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pashnew. That's what I call her. Do you guys Pash know that? New. Yes. She's Pashnew with an accent. Why would you at the tell end. her? Why wouldn't you just call her her name? Because Pashnu is the endearing phrase I like to call her. When they were co-workers. When we were co-workers. Oh, wow. They had a job. They had health insurance. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I don't know that. I call Bowen many things. Don't you worry. My Cobra is about to run out. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Health insurance is terrifying to me. Yeah, for sure. It's um the only reason why I still do certain things. Are you guys gilded, little babies? No, 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 no. Not by any <laughs> no. means. No, we're um, gilded, but we don't make enough money in the guild too. So that's my money. scary thing. I, yeah, like I was scared to like pay to become a member. This is very inside baseball. I apologize. Please. But um it's it's scary to pay all that money and then like <coughs> always have to make enough money to Well, yeah, that's a common misconception is that people think when you're in the union or whatever that you're just like protected by the union, but you have to make a certain amount of money in SAG and the writers guild and all that stuff to in order to benefit Qualify. from from all that for that stuff. So yes. But no. we and we are not there yet. One of us is probably closer than the other because one of us, it's so funny, Dylan, books at all. And that is Bowen. Oh please. Oh my god, he's gonna hurt me. He just <laughs> took his 
big penis out and he he's he there's a spike on the tip and he said I am the Ellen this week. Yes. I, I did say that. I am the I Ellen this that. week. I did say that. I am the Ellen um, this week. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Do you feel that when you are especially close to someone, this is something that happens with me, when I'm especially yes, close to someone, I feel like a special kinship to them, I will commonly make up a name for them. Oh my God. That's, that's what Dylan just exemplified. Li- yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> um, that was what you just exemplified. I, um, Pashnu. Pashnu is Patty. Okay, yeah, we heard yeah. that. Keep um, going. Dylan, Dylan what other me, Bonina. 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 Jackson Jones. Bonina Jackson Jones. Well, yeah. I call it Bowen Bobby said Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Sata. But yeah, I love that. And it's Alanis. so. Your new one is Grunkache. Grunkache. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, all the things. I've actually. Th- I'm glad you're bringing this up because I feel like there are ones that I wanted to try out with you. Oh, let's but audition I some. Just got your number. That's Isn't that insane. sad? That's ridiculous. And I said, no, okay. I gave my number I... out the very first day I was born. Shut up. Oh, she took the pop uh, She took the pop guard off. I'm going to hear those popped peas. <laughs> Matthew. Mm-hmm. Roger. That's not even my name. <gasps> okay, this is a start, but we're starting with. Full name is Matt? No, it is. It's Matthew. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a game. Well, let's go. Let's hear the names that you no, want to tell me. I'm just, well, there was actually something else that I wanted to bring up. This is my mm-hmm. own non sequitur, but it's not humor. It's you got my number. drama. Oh, okay, sure. I love, I love, drama. I love some good drama. I sent you guys a YouTube video oh. of a song, shut up, of a song that I loved i have a confession to make neither of you listen to it no no i I have a confession to make and this is for anyone in my life if you send me a youtube video in my texts i it will open the youtube app if you have it when you are in wi-fi and then you can watch it right but that's like i I don't know i just don't really i don't do the thing like like even in instagram dms or whatever like what have you like if you send me a video like i i don't know it's something about me. It's something weird. Like it's problematic. It's problematic. I just don't always listen to them right then and there. Like if you send me a video, you got to give me a little bit. Okay. Okay. Well, well I anyway. sent it to you because you are arbiters of culture and people I admire and respect. I'm sure I like it. And yes, Cam is great. She's great. It's great. It's just a song that no one hears because I'm watching something in culture that I guarantee you none of your listeners are watching. Okay, what? American Idol. Oh, this no, one I, I, I've seen a couple episodes of it. <laughs> Can you believe Ada Vox? Um, I heard. I have big, to be honest with you, Dylan. I don't think that she's as talented as everyone thinks she is, and I do think that it should be based on on. Talent. I loved her. I actually think who's the who's the like. And I look. I'm just gonna say this, and you come for me like the wolves that you can be out there. <laughs> um, I think that like I've only seen a couple performances, but then when they did Disney Night, yeah, I really didn't want to feel this way. But I felt that her performance was extremely screamy, and like I've seen Circle of Life be done so many times, so amazingly that I don't understand picking that. I do understand it as a choice of a drag queen to sing and perform. I get it vocally. It didn't do as much for me as like even that lily white blonde girl singing colors of the wind which i thought was fucking insane (laughs) but she gave a better vocal well just like my podcast there is not necessarily common ground to be found here but i still respect you as a person i respect you too i just i just also like (laughs) feel that in terms of in terms of in terms of (laughs) wants to chime in in terms of notes being hit yeah there were more of them and 
There were many more of them in the other performances. Okay, well, I loved all the notes. But I also find it's very problematic the way that the voting goes. And this was my I don't think so, honey. I mean... The Dave Mazzoni episode. The live which voting... Which I have is... It's not literally fair. Literally, it just voted white people through. Of that's, course it did. That's what it, that was my I don't think so, honey. It was just that it stacks the deck for people that are watching live and still have cable, etc. Watching after Roseanne. And, and like, it absolutely... Oh, my God. It's unfair. But it's laughable when they, when they move to the top seven... Or um, what, what was it when it was literally just the people only of the color people of left. color in the bottom? Yeah, that yeah. was what I was saying. I was like, see, there's, yikes, there's, yikes. it's not, it, it's at a certain point, it's like, come on, yeah. And if it's and if you know, I've always had questions about American Idol and how real the results are. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. Oh yeah, completely. Um, it's a television show. Yeah. Not everything is 100% real. Yeah, they yeah, need yeah. those eliminations that shock people to happen. They yeah. need that to survive and stay interesting. Yeah. Um, so just think about that. And also, we've had a friend go through the American Idol experience in detail how yeah. crazy it is on this very podcast. You can uh. go listen to it. Vocalista episode with Amanda Shackman. You can hear all about it. Okay. Um, what season was she? She was on season nine. Ooh. Um, but anyway... When when you're a producer, yeah. and you see that all the people of color are in the bottom, you would think like, okay, optics on this are like kind of iffy, but let's just give it the benefit of the doubt and say that is the actual bottom four or whatever. Then there's something to that. Yeah, yeah. there is something to that. Yeah. And also on the Voice, the <clears throat> only real artist on the show, her name was Christiana Danielle, and she's this. Um, sort of black R&B singer, not sort of black, she's black, <laughs> black sort of R&B soul singer yeah. and like um, she's on Alicia Keys' team and she had the lowest vote votes and has been getting the lowest votes but she's the only person doing anything relevant musically on yeah. the show, wow. literally. And then there's of course the sea of country singers Yeah, and it has to be brought up and what yeah. are the demographics of these voting blocks? Well that's also like, I, I just think like American Idol is no longer how we listen to music. No. I just think like there are so many new musicians and so many different voices. Yeah. But I worshipped American Idol as a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. that. I mean, I think we all did. I mean, I always, whenever anyone, whenever we go on other podcasts and they ask, what was the culture that shaped you? I always mention American Idol as yeah. a thing I was Fully. obsessed with. But here's the thing with this Christiana girl and with all these people and with Ada and, yeah. you know, with these people who mm -hmm. like deserve to sort of make it through. And I said this before. Entertainment is presenting things that we already know in the ways that we know how to see them. Mm. Art is expanding our understanding of things that we did not know yes, before. Yes, and, and therefore maybe American Idol is not necessarily the place for art. It's yes. entertainment, honey. It's something for entertainment. And you know what? Like, if if the majority of people that are watching American Idol are live are white people that like country music, then they will get the winner that they want. Yeah, yeah. that I just think like. Yeah, no, Car Carrie it, Underwood is is the biggest winner of of all. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The most the most lucratively. The most lucrative. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Right. The biggest earning. Yeah. Or selling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. But you know that it's just uh, you call it American Idol. You think it's going to represent all of America? It does not do that. It is a a fabrication of of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it oh just it depends on how much you accept. I need to watch that movie. I never saw that movie American Dreams. With Mandy Moore, I heard it wasn't bad. It's bad. as good as it should have. been. I wonder yeah. if it's like it was if it was before its time. You know, it's like uh, yeah, sort of an American Idol satire, like while American Idol was in the like fifth season or something. Right. You know, or if it was 
I feel like there's some way you sort of modernize that now where it's like you get to talk well, about now, and now I think it's a Black Mirror episode. There you it's go. Like, you're, so right, you're, so right, you're so right. You're so right. You're so right. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that 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 is probably what should be done. Yeah. There probably should be a Black Mirror episode about it. And I, there, there's the there's the Daniel, uh, oh my God, I'm blank. Kalu, Kalu, Kaluuya. Yeah. 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 Daniel Kaluuya. Um, uh, Black Mirror episode. I have a question. For a season. And I'm gonna say this. It might be popular. It might not. He looks much bigger. I think he's getting. Is he gaining weight for a part? I think he must be. I I don't know, but he's amazing. Very attractive. Very attractive. I just I couldn't help but notice from Get Out to what he looked like on SNL. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the Met Gala, I was like, oh, he looks much, much thicker. Did you see the announcement for Jordan Peele's new movie? Oh my god! Yeah, I can't wait. Lupita. It's called called Us. Lupita. I mean, Lupita. Lupita, And I heard um, Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Those are the two leads. And then the, but there's, a, there's another black male lead that they're... Yes, yes, yes. Um, I thought they were set. It's um, it's the guy who played M'Baku in um, Black <gasps> Panther. Wow. It's that guy. He's so good. He's so good. It's yeah. him, Lupita, two Black Panther stars um, yeah. in this new Jordan Peele movie. And then Chelsea Peretti tweeted, I can't wait to see what this guy has up his sleeve or something. Oh, cute. In a way that's like... I can't wait to see more of this guy. I'm excited to see another horror movie from him. I was wondering yeah. if we'd see something different. I'm excited to. St- I'm excited that he's sticking with this. I'm okay yeah. with it. I thought for a yeah. second I was like, wait, is like, do I want something else? No, this is actually no. This, this is what he does well. No, yeah, I'm very excited. Also, we've gotten so much from him, you know, like yes. on Key and Peele that I'm like, yes, continue. Babe. The thing about Get Out is, and that's why I'm excited to see his follow up. And they always say, especially with someone like that has a big hit like Get Out, that second picture or that second album or that sophomore second slump. the yeah. sophomore thing is a big deciding factor they say it about Real Housewives too Pat Regan famously said Real Housewives first real first season is her second season uh, um, well not to give him any credit whatsoever <laughs> because he's on the fritz he sullies the name of this podcast absolutely it makes mm. us worse yes um, no I love you so much Pat love you passionate um, oh I just said <gasps> wow. I just said Pat passion. is also passionate you better wow you better well, I need a new one no Patty you are passionate forever what I'm saying though is Get Out feels so the child of Jordan Peele that I think it's going to be a tall order and people are the bar is going to be extremely high. He's smart enough to do He's that. absolutely smart enough and talented enough, but I'm just saying like with somebody like that it's like yeah. You know the eyes are going to be on the project and people are going to be looking for the littlest thing and I just hope that um it's so intimidating. Yeah. And no truly. Um yeah. but it, it already looks I mean, whatever. I to follow it's a poster, up an impossible but... success. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Like, is is fucking wild. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Can't oh, wait I can't it. wait either. I, I, I'm very interested to see how I'll <laughs> consume this one because I am literally so terrified of movies like that. But and yeah. you watched Get Out at, at, at the last possible second? Yeah, I watched... Right? My, well, it wasn't that I didn't want to see it. It was that I was... I'm just so scared you of horror movies. You just don't like horror, yeah. And yeah. so I watched it once, like, from across the room on my SAG screener. And yeah. then once I had seen it once, then I watched it very closely, like, numerous times yeah. after I'd shown yes. it to my family and my dad really liked it. But it's the first time I'm watching it that yeah, I'm, like, scary. full freak. But then it's... I gotta second. tell you, I'm a freak for horror movies. See, I don't get it. That's I why you're not my husband. Yes. That's why you're Todd's ah, husband. Yes. Todd hates horror movies. <laughs> oh, you're abusive. <laughs> yeah, you're abusive. Yeah, oh my God, stop. Dylan just tried to really hurt me. <laughs> oh my God. Dylan just tried to kill me with poison. Yeah. No. It was arsenic. Yeah. He tried to hurt me. No, Bowen. <laughs> I just, I just pro- Bowen took a knife out of his butt. I said, I, I, well, no, I prolapsed my asshole and there oh, was a knife in there. Oh my God. <laughs> 
And I prolapsed. And I brandished it in front of you. Yeah, you brandished. No, I love it. You know who feels attacked? HPJ with the word prolapse. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, HPJ didn't like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. Um, it's time for our segment. Yeah. Ooh, we have a new segment. Oh, and Dylan's and done this segment before. Yes, he has done it. It was lovely. I bet you've never had a guest who has done this segment who's in the chair. This is true. This is our first. Oh, Patty. Yeah, Patty's sorry, bitch. Patty's technically our first. Pashmina so, or whatever. Excuse me, Pashnu. Um, but what I'm saying is... I am a guest, a returning guest who has already done a voicemail. Yeah, and so what we're saying is, is Patty's already done. Patty that, is a honey. return guest; has already fucking done the voicemail. But you know too. what? The distinction that Dylan has is that he literally had the conversations voice- with dumbass. No, <laughs> conversation with dumbass who's stupid. Maybe that's maybe that's the title. That's, and we're talking about follow up projects. That's my follow up. Conversations with, with dumbass, dumbass who's stupid. I think that's the title of that. Yeah. Um, Conversations with with dumbass who's stupid. stupid. (laughs) Multiple conversations. Yes. With one dumbass who's stupid. I guess can I can I actually request that that not be the title? Yes. Because I'm aware that when people then search for conversations with, and if it comes with Dylan. Marin, then we'll be like, oh, is he just bad mouthing his guests? When really, what they won't know from the title is the dumbass who's stupid is me. <laughs> that is. How about the so... title of this is debates with this hoe? <laughs> well, we'll we'll kick it around. I we'll, fully, we'll I fully her. trust you guys with a with a podcast debates with, title. with this hoe. <laughs> debates with this hoe. Title of that. HBJ, you're writing it oh, down. I see you I scrolling know. it and look at that tiny black. We book. got it. Okay. Well, look we'll, at that stupid little tiny black book HBJ has. I love. Debates it. with this hoe. We'll 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 run debates with this hoe by Dylan again as as we get closer to release. <laughs> I listen. Okay. Um. This is well. No. No. I was gonna say Dylan has the distinction of being um a guest who submitted the voice memo just the prior week and then being in the chair. <laughs> We're really. It's like you know when rich people like or royalty specifically yeah. is like, please make a record for me. <laughs> you know, I yeah. feel like I'm like please this is what record. am I? Or like an award that means like nothing, but it's like you, Sir Philip Hiller, holds the <laughs> distinction for biggest boat, <laughs> biggest boat uh, that is not that is biggest boat in the in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, currently, currently, currently. currently. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the distinction, yeah. baby. So yeah. So anyway, this is... no distinction, no special distinction, whatever, I'm here. No, we're, oh my we're giving God, you the distinction. I'm over this conversations <laughs> with this hoe. To with pl- conversations with dumbass who's... Debates with this hoe. Play the voice memo. <clears throat> this is a voice memo from dear friend of all of us, Joe Firestone. Oh my God. And I believe she has... Um, I think we didn't prompt her or anything. She just has um, a nighttime routine suggestion. So Thank we'll, you. I'll say that and we'll just listen. Hi, Bowen. Hi, Matt. Hi, Dylan. Uh, I I don't know if anyone else is there. Usually you guys have four people, so I I imagine there's someone else. Uh, I'm so sorry. Hi. Maybe you guys can fill it in later. Um, So uh, this is Joe Firestone. I was uh, just calling in to say hi. Um, And I wanted to share with you guys a little nighttime routine that I've been really getting into and I think you guys would really like it I think people would really latch onto it if they knew that there's like a new trendy nighttime routine so basically um here's what I would recommend if you're thinking if you get home at night and you think like man this sucks here (laughs) is a great um here's I'll just tell you what I do okay Okay. so first off uh you put 
frozen chicken nuggets on a plate. Oh, this doesn't matter what time it is. The minute you get home, you put them on there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, you put them in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, you know, put it in for a minute. And then here's the deal. <laughs> you flip them. And, um, and then you put them back in the microwave uh, for, for longer. And yeah. uh, while that's cooking, um, you got to take off all your clothes oh. and you put on a nightgown. Now, mm. this is, it's hideous. It's a hideous nightgown. It's, um, I think I bought it as a prop, but now I, I use it as a piece of clothing. I really uh, that. It's mm. really, it's really ugly, but it's so airy. Mm. I really recommend getting a nightgown. I know they're not fashionable. It's, don't, you can't have, se- nobody's oh. going to want to have sex with you, but it's a really nice <laughs> uh, piece, a piece of, it's a nice piece. Um, it's a nice piece. A nice so piece. you put on your nightgown, you put on your slippers. This could be any time of night. I'm talking 6 p.m., I'm talking midnight, whatever. <gasps> okay? You with me? Okay, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. Chicken nuggets are ready. Oh. You take out the chicken nuggets. Now, f- you stack up the chicken nuggets, however many you have. Maybe mm. you have four, maybe you have stack ten. Up. Stack them up. Now, you got to squeeze as much ketchup as you have the height of chicken nuggets, because otherwise it's just oh, not going to work. Okay, so this is very healing, very spiritual. Understand? Okay, so Yo, then what you're going to do is you're going to um, take a take a vape that you bought online, oh, and you're going to take a few tokes of that. Now oh, that's going to uh, another millennial. really unattractive thing to do around people, but it's very important you make this exclusive, and by that I mean alone. So oh. you take a little puff of that. You make sure you're just a little too high to um, understand things, but not <laughs> so high that you start to understand things. So you're a little high. You start <laughs> eating your chicken nuggets. You're going to use all that ketchup. Don't don't worry about it. Okay. So you use the ketchup. You're in your nightgown, and at that point, you're going to turn on an episode of Gilmore Girls. Okay. It doesn't matter what episode, as long as it's before season six. Please, God, do not go into season six or beyond. It's not worth it. Wow. Watch <laughs> something else. So you watch Gilmore Girls and you wonder why did they make this show? Why is it? Why am I watching? Yeah. Um, and there, there's not a lot of answers, so don't think too hard. Uh, after that, I think it's kind of, um, I don't know. I think it's kind of nice to like pretend you're gonna stay up. Uh, this could, again, anytime, anytime after six. Uh, <laughs> but you kind of fall asleep. Uh, Face down on the couch, oh. uh, with all the lights on. Mm. Gilmore Girls still blasting. This is so so Wake sad. Mm. Three it's to four li- hours later, confused yeah. beyond understanding. It's like planking. You yeah. think, where am I? Why do I taste chicken nuggets? And mm. why am I wearing this sad dress? <laughs> and then uh, what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna turn off the lights. You're going to stagger into your bed, uh, and then you're going to starfish, um, starfish legs, arms, oh. in all directions. Yes. Oh. And at that point, you're not going to be able to fall asleep for a while. So at that point, I would recommend watercolor. Oh. Personally, I don't do this stuff, but... Uh, Sounds like a fucking nightmare. No, I think that'd be better than what time. I usually do. That's kind of where I'm still working on it. Okay. Oh my God. Anyway, I, I just thought this could be, you know, a lot of people work on face masks and, you know, yeah. meditation. And this this has been, this has proved very successful. Another option, mm-hmm. if you're not 
So into the watercolors, just, it, well, I'll be honest about what I like to do. Uh, turn on, to fill it, fill the, fill a bathtub with, uh, hot water and lay face down. No, I don't think Again, so. Again, it's not for everybody. <laughs> and I think a lot of people would probably like the bath if it was face up, but it's important to be face down and oh. you're not going to have enough room for both your legs and your top to stay warm so you have to choose okay. and i choose a top uh so the 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 peaks of my ass remain <laughs> on top of the water untouched and dry and the legs splay up like a dolphin wow anyway i'm uh, thinking of you guys um really love your podcast i really love you guys as human beings love and i hope this helps you, hope okay. uh, i hope this helps you have a nice night Sometimes nights can be hard. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, love you. Okay, that was, well, that was a voice memo bitch from Joe with a lifestyle alert. I mm. don't know. Should we reach out? Like, it sounds like she's going through a hard time. Listen, I feel like we all can have troubles falling asleep. And yes. Joe was just looking out for us. Um, you Yoba. know, I was on board for the whole thing um, up until like the watercolors. That was when I, she lost me. I was like, I don't really do watercolors, but I, I will, you know, pop a plate of chicken nuggets or whatever the vegetarian option is, Dylan. Satan nuggets. Satan nuggets. Hail Satan. Oh my God, snowflake. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> snowflake, yeah. But you know what? Matt, I don't think you should judge. I don't think you should judge. People disagree Thank with you. you. What you might not know about my history with Joe Firestone is that we lived for a year on my childhood bunk bed. Oh, you guys hooked up. Yeah, we hooked up. Because you brought the furniture down from your childhood apartment. No. What? Because we lived together. I took a semester off senior year Uh of college (gasps) to travel around the country with a play that Joe and I wrote together. Called. We couldn't afford... Uh to live on our own. So we live with my mom on the bunk beds that I grew up on. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and look at the glow up. And look at the glow up, honey. Oh. I live in my own apartment now. Yes. yes. With a mantle. With a mantle, <laughs> yes. I've seen, the fi- I've seen the pictures. I haven't been to your new place. I would love for you guys to come. It's about the size of this room. It, that's beautiful. It's less, a su- summer less, hang. Less, less, less. Summer hang. I think my new studio apartment is the size of this room. Where, I'll ask you off mic. I'll I don't care. Greenpoint. I've said it before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dox I her. invite all my friends and fans to come <laughs> see me, hang out. Hang, we can hang out. Um, just don't <laughs> come to me if you are going to say something mean. Yeah, yeah. What? Just Then we can't hang out. If you want to come say something nice to Matt. You yes. can visit. Please him. hang out with me if you want to say something. No. What is this accent? No, no, no. I don't know. Okay, we're putting an end to it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, listen, I think it might be time for I don't think so, honey. I think so. I think so. Drama. It might be time. It might be time. And there's going to be many opportunities for you to see I don't think so, honey, performed live coming up very soon, like when? at Comedy Central's Clusterfest on Saturday, oh. June 2nd, okay. and the Echoplex on. June 12th, which is a Tuesday, and the Bell House What's on the June 29th. It's a venue in Echo Park, Los Angeles, honey. In which oh! we'll have many heads performing. It'll be very oh. fun. It'll be very fun. Um, okay, I think it's time. Matt, do you have something? Mm-mm. Okay, then I'll start. <laughs> um, 
Lately, I've been starting. I just got to point out the trend here. Well, yes. I've been prepared as of late. All right, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey subway ads that specifically cater to rich millennial children, honey. <laughs> I don't like that fucking subway ad that's like, Boy, don't know your parents pay for your rent. Fuck you. Look, God bless if you are blessed and charmed enough to live in this horrendously rich, uh, expensive city to live in and your parents are paying your rent, that's wonderful. I don't, I don't begrudge you of that. Whatever it takes for you to survive in this town. But I don't think you should be catered to by advertisers. You get me? Look, there are plenty of seconds. other populations that should be catered to in this city through subway ads. I don't need every John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt in this town <laughs> to look at these this garbage, this drivel that's on our subways and think that they're supposed to relate seconds. to it in this way that they're not supposed to. Look, honey, you've got plenty of access to other things that you can opt into, other forms of media that you can opt into. You have choices. Some of us do not. Some of us are forced. Four seconds. I would rather read a poem, honey, by <laughs> Mary Oliver on the subway than this trash from C. And- and that's one minute. Honey. He doesn't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Those subway ads. I don't ads. like those subway ads. Yeah, baby. It's, they're dumb. Come up with something better. Okay, that's I have, me. I you, have one. Matt now. has one. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The story of the tortoise and the hare. Oh. Let me tell you something, honey. Oh if I've been working for years for the race, and I happen to be very good at racing... I better not lose to some dusty ass, lazy ass tortoise. Okay. If I'm a hare and this is my moment, I better win the race. I have been running around the fields. If I'm gonna get up to the finish line and see a tortoise has beat me, I'm gonna ask what the fuck happened? Who does the tortoise know? Because there's nothing about the tortoise that should beat me in the race. The tortoise has his own moments to thrive. When the tortoise is in the water, I can't be in the water, I'm the hare. When the tortoise is uh, protecting itself from predators, it has a shell. Yes, it should thrive. That's how it lives. But when it comes to the race and I'm the hare, I'm going to win. I don't think so, honey. Otherwise. Okay, that's one minute (laughs) for you as the hare to blame your loss on nepotism or... There is no feasible reason why the tortoise should win. I have a problem hubris. with this, Aesop. Look, the hare, <laughs> the hare hubristically took a nap while the, tur- the tortoise carried on and was, you know... What the fuck? How long was this nap? That's is what is it? A coma? Too, I don't believe that a ha- that a tortoise would ever beat a hare. It was too long, and the tortoise beat the hare at the end. No, I disagree. <laughs> right. I think there was some fuckery and nonsense going on. I think Russia colluded. Oh, okay. I think there was collusion in the tortoise some, and the hare. Some oligarchs. Paid I think money. Mother Goose paid someone cash. <laughs> no, the no, that's not how that works. I think it was an oligarch paid money to Aesop. To Aesop merely wrote the fable. Okay, so what you're saying is yeah, you that, that, think that, that there's some people out there, the powers that be, you that, Dylan that, Merritt is rocking back and forth right now. I can tell he's getting so ready for I his don't think so, honey. And also that I truly like got into what you were saying. <laughs> do, do, like, are you, do you stand with me? No. Because I go. love that story. It's such but a good story. The, I loved your conviction. The passion. And I affirm your conviction. I feel that the story of the tortoise and a hare attacks people who worked hard for their whole life. That's but the, who's to <laughs> but say the, the tortoise, tortoise didn't worked do that. hard all his life? He shouldn't have even been doing that race. <laughs> That's not fair. His agent put him up for it.
You are putting. I, I think that I think that all I'm saying is I think there was some shady backdoor nonsense. You're putting people in boxes, like how people put yes, us in boxes. Yes. We're not allowed to do stand up. Boxes. It's that, that same thing. I listen. So it's. I'm just saying you're wrong, and that whole. I thing, stick I, with myself. I poked a giant hole. This is Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, are you ready? Ooh, baby, this is gonna be good, and you know, no pressure. It's We're just, gonna get an education. We, 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 we have we have a master here. This is Dylan Marin's. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The idea voice for radio. Ah! What the fuck does that mean? Oh! If I can make sounds with my body that then come out of my vocal cords and into a microphone, guess the fuck what? I have a voice for radio. I am sick of people saying that the voice for radio is the low authoritative man's voice oh! because fuck you, that is adhering to the problematic notions of guess what? The patriarchy. 30 seconds! And that is saying that authority can only come from an assured male figure. Well, guess the fuck what, bitch. Oh! I take that back, babe. Ah! I said a problematic word. Oh! Guess the fuck what, babe. I have been mistaken for my mom ever since I started oh, yes. answering the phone. And some people think Five my seconds. voice is grating and therefore doesn't belong on radio. But guess the fuck what? I have a voice for radio. I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. Beautifully done. I relate to that so the phone answering thing so it's hard just, it, well, being same. called ma'am and I'm like do not misgender me queen yes uh, yes fish yeah when I when I when I was fish. getting I have a story for you guys I know we're rapping no but, no, no Todd. but I want to tell you when I was booking Todd's surprise uh, trip to Disney World mm. uh, <laughs> I was I was blooming for you when you did you were that blooming. I was like I bloom I bloom just for Mickey so, okay. Mouse so I surprised my husband Todd with a trip to Disney World for his birthday. Uh, I just bloomed so hard that I had anal prolapse. <laughs> yeah, you had anal prolapse. Diamond fell out. I um you booked I the trip. booked the trip and as I was on the phone with the woman who was uh um you know the the Disney Imagineer. The Disney woman. The Disney Imagineer yes. is what they call them. Um or the cast member. The cast <laughs> I don't cast think member. the Imagineers yeah. are answering no, the phone. She, she, yes. was the, she was a cast member. Yes. Beautifully. And she Done. called me ma'am every time. And I was Ugh. like, you know what? This will be uncomfortable if I tell her, um, like how do I subtly tell her I'm a, 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 I don't identify as a woman. And I wanted to... So I was like, okay, I have a great plan because also whenever I book trips, I always like want to make sure that like wherever I'm booking is queer friendly, yes, right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is great. And I said, okay, so um, you know, would you mind just telling me? I have a question. I always ask this, but I will be traveling with my husband. So is is um, you know, is this like a gay friendly place? Clever, clever. Kind of knowing the answer, knowing that Disney, you know, uh, yes. purports to accept all. And there were five seconds of silence on the on the other end of the line, and I was like, "Did I say something wrong?" She was doing the math in her head, like and she, she, yeah. And she was like, "Oh, ma'am, what you do in the privacy of your own room is your own business." Ah! And I said, "Okay." She didn't get the hint. Also, what? What does is, she think I was asking? What does queer and, mean? And I was like, I wasn't like, where can we have bareback sex <laughs> on I Disney don't think World? that was the answer she should have given. Well, well, she, well, then I said this thing and I was like, well, Disney does gay days, right? So it's like, so you, so you actually you are dropping can acknowledge it. And she was like, 
oh no, ma'am. Like only gr- those are outside groups who do events inside oh, the premises. No. And I was like, what? Yikes. And then for a moment, I was reconsidering it. When you wish upon a star, you're talking to a homophobe on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if she was a homophobe or just like misunderstood. Some people have heard this story and been like, maybe she thought she like continued to think I was a woman and was like, oh, are you asking like, are you uncomfortable with gay people on Disney World? But like, that's not what I said but because she even... wouldn't have said what you do in the privacy of your own room is your own business. Girl, exactly. you are too proper. I would have been like, hi, excuse me. What I'm saying is I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. You have made this conversation very much more difficult than it had to be. I'm asking you if I'm going to get fucking punched in the face. Yes. Can you answer that question? Yes, yes. But even like, I don't Canvas. know. No, I I think it's what I think it's that thing where it's like the riddle of like I cannot bring it on this child. He's my son. It's like you mm. can't fathom in your head that a Can surgeon just, would be a woman. It's mm. like I think yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, yeah. caught up in that mental trap. Can I say something? Mm. HPJ reached over and turned down my mic when I started to talk about yeah, gay rights. I mean, just when I started to talk about gay rights, you're blaring H- into the fucking microphone and H- this happens every single episode. HPJ turned down my next, mic. Next. I also want to say, talk- it happened during your I don't think rights. so, honey. I was looking at your audio waves and I was like, HPJ. HPJ no, turns down the dials every Baby, single time. I was born this way. It's a nothing, it's a nothing <laughs> story. Ooh, there ain't no other way. This is not Ooh, anything baby, special or out of the ordinary. This, this happens all the time. <laughs> I was born this way. Oh my okay, god! All right, Lady Gaga. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I think that is a beautiful story that sort of upsets me. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Why not? It definitely she... upset me. <laughs> Most cast members are great at Disney. Yeah. Parks and they're doing an amazing job. She, I, she was very helpful. I just wanted to. That's, but that's a fun, yeah. that's a funny story. It's a funny story. Oh man, yeah. What you do in the privacy of your own room? I know, I, but but like it's it's that thing of like I really am not asking like is it cool if we like fuck each other like in the Magic Kingdom? <laughs> it's I just like, want to know if it's alright <laughs> if I in my own hotel room and gay <laughs> if I sit on my husband's <laughs> face. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you would have said you you know what you should have said to her yeah, yeah. which is what we're gonna end this episode on yeah. Dylan thank you so much for being here yeah. the TED talk everyone check it out I love you very much I love you I can't speak for Bowen I love you <laughs> so so fucking much I love it's you crazy. so much I love you both I love and you all. you know what I love most about you what that you are beautiful in your way cause God <laughs> makes no mistakes I'm on the right track baby I was born this way no matter gay straight or bi lesbian transgender life I'm on the right track baby I was born this way hey. same DNA <laughs> born this way oh my god Dylan that was my 2011 fantasy Dylan the you no <laughs> just kidding love you love you love you forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by dog. brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey for more original dog. podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and 
all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.